Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea Donsky is off today. I have gotten into the bone broth trend like you wouldn't believe. I take a bunch of chicken, throw it in the oven for 45 minutes, throw it in a crock pot with some apple cider vinegar and water, let it cook for 12 hours. I can't even tell you how delicious this broth is. Now, you don't have to make the bone broth. You can still go and get great organic broths. But the important thing is to get some warming soups into yourself during the winter. And here back again is a wonderful Liz Wise who's going to share some of her fantastic soup recipes. Hey, Liz. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so nice to have you back. I have to say, I often turn to the broth for convenience, but if you have a crock pot, let me just tell you, that bone broth is not only incredibly nutritious, it's so rich and delicious. And I know when we spoke the other day, you mentioned your grandmother made an amazing broth because she cooked it for a long time, right? So she was kind of doing that whole bone broth thing. Yeah, my grandmother and my mother, I will say my mom makes the best matzo ball soup on the planet which, of course, is made with homemade chicken broth. Chicken, um, she takes chickens and she just cooks them forever and it, with onion and, and um, carrots, and, and it just sort of releases all the, the, the gelatin in those bones. And, and the broth mm-hmm. becomes so thick and nourishing. And growing up, you know, if I had a head cold, it was always mom's chicken soup or her bone broth, if you will. So it's been around for a mm-hmm. long time, and broths are comforting and nourishing and the foundation for so many soups my head is spinning because there's just so many (laughs) possibilities when it comes to soup all right well tell us some of your favorites and then where we can find the recipes as well sure so my my website is meal makeover moms with an s mealmakeovermoms.com and when folks come over by the way they can get a free download of the smoothie bowl coloring cookbook which we talked about earlier in a previous oh, segment, nice. so I just wanted to mention that. But come over to the website, mealmakeovermoms.com, head on over to the blog, and then you'll find so many soups. So one of my favorites is made in the slow cooker, speaking of the slow cooker, and it's called slow cooker barley and bean soup. And beans, of course, mm. are very popular now because this is the year of pulses, and pulses are things like beans and lentils and chickpeas. And so the soup is made with onion and mushrooms and um, natural vegetable broth, or you can use chicken broth. We've got a can of petite diced tomatoes in there. I always find with kids, they like things tiny versus like kind of chunky. So the petite dice is nice. Chickpeas, which is a pulse, carrots and pearled barley and thyme. And this just cooks for about seven, eight hours in the slow cooker. And it is so hearty and comforting and warming. And this is one of my go-to slow cooker recipes, my go-to soup in the wintertime. And I'll say we're having a mild winter this winter. Thank you very much. Oh, Uh, thank goodness. Yeah, but mild (laughs) or not, a lot of colds going around in the winter. This is an immune booster thanks to those carrots and that great broth. So this is a good one. I love this. I love this recipe. Oh, it sounds fantastic. What are some of the other soups that you love to make? And I love slow cookers, like I mentioned, not just for the bone broth, but there's so many different great things you can make. Oh, my gosh, so many. I, I do a pulled pork in the slow cooker. We could go on and on. I've got um, <laughs> another recipe that I love, which is a cream of broccoli soup, but there's no cream in it. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, I like that. With, 
It's made with green onions that you just saute in a little bit of olive oil and some garlic. And then you add a bag of frozen broccoli florets. You can use organic, whatever you have in your freezer. You can use fresh, certainly. And you just add that along with some cannellini beans, which is the secret ingredient to thickening without the cream, and then a carton of all-natural vegetable broth. Um, Or if you have homemade broth, go for it. And you just let that cook for about 20 minutes. And then you add frozen petite peas and some fresh mint and tarragon and just blend it all up. If you have an immersion blender, you can use that or a regular blender. So it becomes this rich, creamy cream of broccoli soup without the cream. And then you can top it with any number of ingredients, a little shredded cheese, some croutons, a little bit of plain Greek yogurt, some fresh herbs. It's a kid-friendly recipe because kids tend to like broccoli, and it's bright and fresh. It's kind of a summery soup, but I like to make it in the winter because I get kind of like, hmm, I get like uh, homesick for summer. I like to make fresh fresh and bright recipes um, all year long. So this is my creamless cream of broccoli soup. Well, you know, it's funny that you said that about the kids, because I was thinking the whole time that one of the things, well, you're so good at many things, and one of them is knowing what kids like. And I think one of the most brilliant book titles ever is No Wine with Dinner, <laughs> W-H-I-N-E. That's 150 healthy kid-tested recipes for the Meal Makeover Moms. And I think understanding that can make mealtime a lot less of a battle and That's a lot right. more delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, we know kids like and dislike certain foods, but we don't kind of, you know, we don't play into it. We just offer a nice variety. I always find that the more variety, more choices you give kids, the better. But when I say choices, I mean healthy. So if you're having, say, vegetables for dinner, it's always a good idea to have two vegetables instead of one because kids love choice, right? They love control. So if they have a choice oh, definitely, baby carrots and broccoli florets, they might even go for both. So give them choices and have dips and fun preparations. I was doing a cooking class with a group of kids last night, and one of them said she doesn't like sweet potatoes. And I said, you know what? You're 10 years old, and I bet in the next year or two, when your taste buds get a little bit older, you're going to love sweet potatoes. And I really kind of tapped into that control thing. She kind of looked at me like, ooh, hmm, maybe I will like sweet potatoes. So there's all these little tips and techniques (laughs) you can use to kind of get kids excited and engaged and willing to try new foods, especially vegetables. Oh, yeah. I love sweet potatoes. And it is interesting that kids' t- uh, taste does change. And don't they say you have to give a vegetable like 10 or 15 times sometimes mm-hmm. before this? I guess when this is kids are younger or can this be at any age? Well, well, it's really when they're younger and a little more impressionable. I mean, I, some people are picky adults and, and that is just the way it is. You know, we're all different humans out there. But, but when they're young and their taste buds are developing, the more you can expose them to different foods, the better multiple preparations. I've I've actually got a sweet potato and chicken soup on the blog. And, Mm. you know, some people might like roasted sweet potatoes. Some people might like them mashed. Some people might like them in my chicken and sweet potato soup. And so, you know, you just have to kind of experiment a little bit and understand that textures affect kids and tastes and all sorts of preparations. So experiment a little bit, have a little fun and just, you know, eat together as a family, be a good role model. These are all things you can do to, to get kids kind of pumped up to oh yeah well, we got about a minute and a half Liz. Uh, excuse me left liz i was <laughs> mixing up <laughs> left and liz uh is there one more recipe you wanted to share well the sweet potato and chicken soup is a favorite and that's um 
celery. You just chop it up into little pieces, because remember, this is for families and kids don't like the big chunks. So little bits of celery that you saute in some oil and an onion that you chop up real tiny. Saute that together, and now you've got some great flavors building. And then add chicken broth. It could be your homemade chicken broth. It could be store-bought. Just go for the all-natural and keep an eye on sodium. Compare labels. And we let that bubble up, and then we add um, one medium sweet potato, about 12 ounces. Peel it, cut it into you know, half-inch dice, and then let that cook in the soup with, with thyme, fresh or, or dried thyme. And you're done. Like 12 minutes later, the sweet potato softens. You can then add some chopped chicken if you've got leftover, say, rotisserie chicken from the night before. Great way to reduce food waste, by the way, if you've got leftover chicken. Pop it in the soup. <laughs> and then you get this hearty bowl of sweet potato and chicken soup that took you literally just minutes to make. And it's very, wow. very kid-friendly. Well, Liz, I can't wait to have you back because you always have such great advice. You can learn more about Liz. Follow her at Meal Makeover Moms and also at Liz Wise. I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you listened today. And you can check out more shows by going to RadioMD.com and just go through all the different shows. We have some great stuff. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your RadioMD and at Naturally Savvy. Warm yourself up with some delicious soups. Check out Liz's blogs and have a great day. Stay well.